0: Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Drilli's Movies of More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about Lee Winnell's sci-fi action flick, Upgrade. This movie is set in the near future, and it follows Gray, a self-proclaimed technophobe, who, uh, when driving home with his wife from meeting with one of his clients, uh, is intercepted by some bad guys. He is shot and becomes quadriplegic, and his wife is murdered. Now, uh, after this, he's given an offer by his client, who has uh, a, a revolutionary microchip that he can put in Gray's spine, which would c- allow him to regain control of his body, and hopefully exact revenge on the people who murdered his wife. He decides to take the offer, and at first, everything seems to be okay, it seems like he can be in control, and then eventually, the, uh, the chip cont- continues to gain more and more control over his body. So... This movie gained a lot of buzz when it came out in 2018. I heard a lot of people saying this is what Venom should have been, or or like you know could have been the Tom Hardy Venom movie, which I have not seen. I haven't heard good things, and I look forward to never watching it. But um, I definitely heard a lot of good things about it and about the action directing. And I'm a big action movie fan, and I have long lamented how terribly a lot of action scenes in recent movies have been shot. Uh, even in movies I like. I mean, I love the Marvel movies, but half the time you can barely tell what's going on. One of my favorite movies in the world is Batman Begins, and the action in that movie is piss poor. It's horrible. Uh, the, the directing, it really comes down to directing and editing, and a lot of the times it's just plain not good. So when I heard that this movie was very well directed, I you know, was definitely very intrigued for that reason, that I heard the action was very revolutionary and incredibly visually captivating. And I can attest to that. That's probably my favorite thing about the movie. It's very similar to John Wick in that it has a very clear and, um, and flowing way of displaying the action and, and allowing you to take, take in the scene. Uh, it also uses color very well the colors really pop the lights in this movie are very bright very s- solid colors and it looks really cool it's very visually striking there's a lot of things in this movie that are difficult to describe uh just talking about them they're really cool when you see them like they they can like mess with the keyframe for certain sequences when he's walking so it kind of looks tilted and looks like he's going down one of those never-ending hallways where he's moving forward but it's like the hallway isn't getting shorter it's like kind of it looks weird like He looks like jilted and like the motion is kind of funky. And then uh, in the action sequences, the camera kind of follows his body movements, which is, it seems so simple. But when you really see it, it is very breathtaking. I mean, it's not something that you're used to seeing in movies. And it looks really cool. It does a very good job of visually conveying the, you know, the kind of weird feeling that you would have when something else takes control of your body you're kind of seeing all these things from like a third person perspective almost because it's not you that's controlling them. It's very interesting. It was a really cool approach. And that's another thing that I think is really good about this movie is just its general approach to visual storytelling. You can gain a lot even just from uh, what they don't tell you. Uh, It's one of the best things about the world building, I think, is that there are a lot of mm, things that are mixed in Uh, Where there's like really futuristic cars and then there's like stuff that's pretty old and the same with the buildings and the technology. There's a really great approach to set design and production design in this movie that makes it feel very lived in and I think much more real. You know, look at the world we're living in now. We don't live in a world of absolute cutting edge. You know, there's a lot of stuff. The desk I'm sitting at is probably... um, five ten years old i mean it's not like the it's not like brand new and and neither is my laptop or or my phone you know i don't always have the newest stuff but um that's very similar to to how this movie is where there's like certain cars that are super futuristic and and electronic and stuff and then there's stuff that's a little bit older maybe more like the cars that we would drive now and i think that's really cool um you look at even cities like boston where there's like Modern skyscrapers. And then there's like literally next door a building that's been here since like this country was founded. So it's like. You know, it's a little bit mixing the old and the new. This movie does a very good job of that. And I think it it feels more real than a lot of movies where it's like the entire world is futuristic. Everything's neon and glowy. And, you know, it'll take decades for us to get to that point if that ever happens. And it probably won't. You know, you're still going to have a lot of things from the older world. And so I like that about this movie. It does a very good job of just conveying all that visually. That's one of the best things about it, I think. It's just its approach to visual storytelling. They do a very good job of conveying a lot of things to you purely through the visuals. I also think that Logan Marshall Green is giving an amazing performance. Most of it comes down to his physicality. I think that's some of the stuff that stands out the most. He's very convincing when he's paralyzed. He's very convincing when the robot's controlling his body. He really doesn't look like he's in control. It looks too smooth and too fluid. And sometimes he looks like he's trying to resist it. It's very, very good. He did a great job of like mastering his walk because it looks very different. Everything looks robotic and precise. And it doesn't look like you know he's a guy pretending that a robot's controlling him it just looks like a guy who is being controlled by a robot like it, it just looks real and i think he does a very good job of that uh, i think some of the the only things i don't like about his performance are some of the line deliveries and this might be a script problem too i don't know if it's the line as lines as written i don't like but um there's a lot of parts when this movie where the character is kind of written to be like a little bit funny. And like I said, I don't know if it's how the lines are written, how he decided to play them or both, but they'd come off very awkward and weird. And I don't think that that was necessary. Uh, I think it kind of took me out of moments that I think were otherwise very cool. And it was probably one of the most distracting aspects of the movie. So I don't know about that, but in terms of like the emotional moments when his wife first dies, when he's super angry at a lot of points, when he's trying to kill himself There's so many line deliveries and and facial movements, especially where he just he's able to portray so much so well. And he does a very good job throughout the entire movie. I was really, really impressed by the vast majority of his work in this movie. So overall, I would say that I'm probably a little bit less taken aback by this movie and just like totally in love with it as a lot of people are. I understand that it's very, very good. It's certainly better than a lot of the bog-standard action movies that we've been seeing recently. But I don't know if it's as great as a lot of people uh, seem to th- seem to think it is. I definitely enjoyed it, and I would watch it again. I think that the ending was a little bit overcomplicated and, and sort of too full of itself uh, to the point where I was a little bit like, really? Like, really? That's what we went with? So that was kind of disappointing, but I, at the same time, I could see another person really loving it, and that being what totally makes it come together. So, I don't know. I can see why people really love it. I'm not totally there, but I definitely would recommend that you check it out at least once, and I'd probably watch it again, if only for the action and the performances, and then, uh, to a certain extent, the twist, maybe watching it with that knowledge, it would be a little bit more interesting. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I'd give another shot, and I'd recommend it to you for sure. It's very interesting film to look at and to watch. So, I definitely enjoyed it. I wasn't mad while I was watching it, but I don't know if it's like one of my favorite movies or anything. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I am so very grateful for uh, this amazing mic that I'm now recording on. I love it. The audio quality is so much more clear. It was a gift from one of my best friends in the world. His name is Ken, and he was so generous to give me this. He really didn't have to, but it was an amazing birthday present, very thoughtful, and definitely improved the quality of the show. Uh, It did also teach me how to get better with my audio work, because I am used to recording these on my phone, which is hooked up to an external mic, and I don't really have to do a lot in terms of picking the mics. That's pretty much picked for me as soon as I hook it up however now that i'm recording on my macbook i have the the um the mic set up very easy to do it was included in the instructions and and was pretty seamless but when i went to my hosting platform to actually record that's where i edit and everything i didn't select the right mic and so this is the second time that i'm recording this episode i don't know which one is better this one i'm a little bit more fast i guess because i've already said all of this before but Whatever, it was a little, a little bit disappointing, but definitely a good learning curve because I won't be doing that again. So yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the audio quality and and uh, big thanks to Ken. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and you want to show it some love, please rate it five stars, uh, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. You can do it right in app, and while you're there, consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. I post these every Tuesday and Thursday. And if you have somebody in your life who think you think would enjoy the show, please send them my way. i love to have them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways that, that uh, this show gets out there. So, uh, yeah, if you want to contact me, if you want links to do that, and if you want every place you can listen to this podcast and links to every episode and links to buy my clothes, you can find all that at moviesandmorepod.com, which is linked in the description. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And until next time, um, shit, I had this ready earlier. (laughs) Sit back and enjoy the ride. Peace.